Hello and welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis and then melts into liquid before it transforms, we too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. And please forgive my voice. I'm getting over a bacterial infection post-COVID. And so likewise, I am sending my well wishes out to you for good health. And I hope that you and your loved ones are well. Today, I have Rafaela Brown back. And we are doing a two-parter on why are you so hard on yourself? And I say that with not in an accusatory way, but in a very relatable way. I think in our modern day, it's so easy to be really hard on yourself because we've picked up some stories along the way. So we're going to do that in two parts. And these two episodes are going to have quite an interplay with the four episodes that I did previous to this one with Allison Scott. And so if you haven't caught up with those and you're interested, we cover the ideas of what to do when you're stuck or what do you do when you feel like you want to quit. It's usually momentarily, but we start to parse out the complexities that could lie inside of that and then know that your inner knowing will be a good lantern forward. And it's quite interesting that it's usually more layered than one might think initially. And I guess that makes sense. Otherwise, we would have gotten through those places more easily. You know what I mean? And likewise, these two episodes come to you with a lot of heart and a lot of compassion. And so I invite you, as always, to be really compassionate with yourself as you explore this territory. This week, we're going to talk about when you are hard on yourself in general. Like there's something inside that is compelling you to go at it hard not hard in a great way, like we want to attack something or we want to achieve something, but more when there's something deeper at the root, which isn't even always very easy to discern. And sometimes this comes disguised because at the root of it is probably a lot of good intention. And so we take that apart today. We will offer up some ideas that might help you parse out your situation too and consider your routines and consider the way you're spending your time and see if you feel burned out or exhausted or that you're spending time on things that actually don't matter as much to you as some of the things that you're not able to get to. And again, it's back to zooming out enough to see these beautiful lives that we get to live and really make sure that we're living them in ways that are honoring your values and so that you are able also to do the things that mean the most to you. Raphael and I talk a lot about who might be listening to this podcast, and we imagine what your life might look like. And so as I bring to you this episode, I also give you our best wishes. And I say this in the most non-trite way possible, but your life matters so much. And so we bring you this episode to honor that. All right, here is our conversation. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Rafaela Brown. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Raf, I'm so glad to have you here. It's 
It's interesting because we meet regularly, even though you're not on the podcast every week, we meet regularly. And so let's tell people what we're up to before we get into this episode. Yes. So me and Sass, we are diligently and intentionally, (laughs) yeah, and developing a group coaching program. So that will really support people with making one new thing happen. So we have some different types of activities. We really want to create a community where people can support each other. So stay tuned, be on the lookout because that is coming up very soon. Yeah, we're so excited about it. And we've we've really been working for months together on this now, like almost a year almost, I feel like. Yes. And 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 that just goes to show like how <laughs> dedicated we are because we really want it to be meaningful and, and helpful for whoever decides to join us. So <laughs> Yes. I can't wait. And today we want to talk about being hard on yourself. And it's so relatable. And it's so even sometimes comes in disguised as other things. Mm -hmm. But isn't it so true that whether it's my friends, your friends, you and me, our clients, it's so common for people to go really hard on themselves. Yeah, we've all experienced it. And so that's why this is a good time to to get into it for sure. Yeah. and, And to question it kindly, always kindly. So this is a giant topic, and we are going to actually talk about it this week and next week, because I think it's so, what we both do, we think it's so important to be able to separate out from that kind of pressure. And so next week, we're going to talk about what to do with those voices that run on loop or the accusations that we entertain in our minds or that we ruminate about those things. We'll talk about that next week. So we're going to put that on hold for now, although continue to not do that. Right. (laughs) But today we're going to put the focus on when you think you have to go too hard in life, either you're proving yourself or for whatever reason, you're just being so hard on the way you live. And it can get to the point where you just have exhausted yourself because you're going at things so hard. But Rafaela, I wonder if you can give a little bit more clarity to this idea. You are a coach, obviously, and your clients come to you oftentimes when they're really burned out or they're working so hard that their body is sort of giving out or they just can't keep track of their schedules. And that's the kind of situation we're talking about is when people are being really hard on themselves and they come to you, could you give maybe just like a scenario or two, maybe maybe a hypothetical situation that would describe this? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there are times when, um, yeah, if someone comes to me, they may be in a work environment where the culture is, you know, get it done by any means means necessary. And so it's not a nine to five. It's like all the time uh, that they're Mm -hmm. working between heavy meeting culture and still being required to get the job done. It can also be the self-imposed pressure that some people put on themselves too. So it may not necessarily be the work environment, but they have come in like with like, like I need to, I have to do this. I have to get up early 
and start my day by checking my emails, by, you know, getting on the phone, work while I'm getting dressed. And, you know, so it's just like, for whatever reason, it's like embedded in them. And so these are the things and people are coming in overworked, overtired. They do everything for everyone else. And for whatever reason, it's like they're last on the totem pole. You know, they don't want to disappoint anyone else, but it's okay to not take care of or disappoint themselves. So mm, what are the things that start to fall by the wayside in those scenarios? And and I say that, so if you haven't caught Raffaella's interview, she gives a really beautiful recounting of her own story. And it's very, very inspiring. And I too, at different times have felt this in my life. And so I'm not saying this as like, oh, what happens to these people? Obviously, it's very right, relatable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if and if we're not really mindful, it can come back through really easily. So what what do you think are things that might commonly fall by the wayside? First off, uh, taking care of themselves, their health. Yeah. Sacrificing sleep, lack of exercise and eating on the run not having a chance to fully be present with their their partner or their their family their children but the first thing is definitely like yeah just not taking care of themselves first for going sleep eating on the run no time to be still it's like everything is dedicated everyone else you know first and they're again last yeah, and I, I think it comes from a really a good place so so often. And like I said just a little bit ago, we both said, just can come sneak up on you. And so it's worth taking a look at it before it gets to the point where you you just have no ground to stand on anymore. It's a good check, isn't it? Definitely taking a time to self-reflect. And normally when by the time people you know, come to me, they, they realize something is off, right? They realize like there's a problem. They're not always totally clear, but it's just like, yeah, this, I am overworking. It's not working. This isn't, you know, how, how I want things to be. Then spending time figuring out like what can work for your life, your life. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I think this is where that whole idea of being hard on yourself kind of comes through we we take it all on. We can take it all on. And and again, like just so much compassion in this space as we sort through it. And times, a lot of times this comes from, it can come from the messages that we received, what we were taught growing up. Yeah. Right? In our childhood. Totally. If your parents were using methods of motivation through being overly critical or just overcorrecting or every little thing and not acknowledging when you've done something well, then unconsciously we carry that into adulthood, right? And we use that on ourselves. Those, that voice, like it just comes along with us because we may have been beneficial in some way. So through that, we may have worked harder when we were younger. Okay. I want to make mom proud. I make dad proud. So you Mm. work harder and you get those outcomes. So within adulthood, if you see the benefits as well, even though it's so like harsh, then you say, well, works, you know, so you continue to do that. But being able to work through like, look, that's how that was done while you were growing up. 
what works for you now? Like what can be adjusted? Because literally you're not feeling good about yourself, even during this process of whatever you're trying to achieve, you're beating yourself down. That is so astute, Raph, as usual. I think that's why it's so disguised sometimes. And gosh, okay, there are so many different situations here. There's so many scenarios. Let me just take the one that you, gosh, oh, I don't know where to start. There's so many things. Um, (laughs) Start anywhere. (laughs) Here you, you are here. (laughs) Okay. So like you said, if you, if you have something that you knew worked, you want to make your mom proud. So you were, you know that this particular work ethic works and you got a gold star or you got a praise or, or a great grade or something like that. And so then you do, you take that into adulthood and that becomes your, your guiding force. But sometimes what we don't realize is that we're carte blanche talk, taking it without double checking to see mm-hmm. if that's the right thing. And oh, so Rafaela, how do you distinguish when it's helpful for you to use that tool or that mantra or that ideal versus how? <laughs> I'm shaking my head because it's <laughs> so no one can see, but I'm shaking my head like, no, it's really like, breaking out of it right because again again when you've used that for so long you're like well it works but you know through your coaching i'm wondering and i know through minds when you meet someone and they and they're a client or whoever you're working with is talking to you they realize it's not working anymore that's why they're meeting with you so they're trying to figure out what can they do differently yes it's been beneficial because oh i got the promotion oh you know i make more money And at the same time, I'm worn out, I'm beat down, tired, overworking, my boundaries are out of whack, taking time to redefine like, okay, that doesn't work anymore. Now let's look at what can work, what would be more beneficial to motivate you and starting from there. Yeah, it's interesting because when you think about the idea of being hard on yourself, this is just going hard like being really hard on yourself, like going hard because you have to, you have to do this and you have to prove yourself. And that's when you get to the point where you're like, okay, well, this is not, I'm losing myself. Yeah, Raphael, I mean, you are so, so helpful in this, well, in a million ways, but I know this is a real pillar in your coaching practice. When people come to you and they have a scenario where they really are really well-intentioned, you know. They, mm-hmm. they had this thing in childhood, and, and we said it worked for you, but really, I mean, when you look at that, it's that same compassion and view of seeing a young person really wanting to do well by people. And so they've learned to serve or to strive or whatever. And, and in many ways along the continuum, it's great. But there's a breaking point or there's a point where it just moves off balance and it becomes a point where you've lost yourself. And that client comes to you. What advice would you offer the listener who is in that space? The first thing that came to mind was letting them know, like, and and this may sound like cliche or been said before, like, 
but it's it's okay that you are like you're realizing like this doesn't work it doesn't make you any less than because you might see other people doing it and I know a lot of self-comparison comes into play well you know other people are on the job or they're taking on more they're working 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 there and you know maybe there's something wrong with me and really uh helping people understand like you know you are definitely your own person with your own values your own life which differs from other people's lives and so let's look at what you value let's look at how you want to live let's look at thriving instead of working in a way where you're surviving pushing through just you know grinding through to make it happen and then after you make it happen you're you know you're like depleted so you get to define what work looks like now you get to define how you want to show up you no longer have to operate through a previous definition that you were using someone else's definition of what working hard means and looks like yeah oh that's so good and i guess in a sense this is a bit of a burnout situation where you're just you, what you're doing isn't working right this client or you or you or me in various different stages in our lives and things mm-hmm. and it and it's so good to note that there was a heart behind those things. It's not like we just went in there and were a robot. It, there's this heart generally of, of love or of wanting to help or of wanting to just do good. And, mm-hmm. and so we don't, so we want to honor that. And not, you know, we, we, it's, it's such a faceted thing to see the, the true heart there and then to go, oh, oh, this isn't working actually at all. So let's take it apart a little bit. Let's see what are, what's good here and what maybe is done on impulse. We're, we have employed a strategy from before and maybe it's out of balance. And it doesn't mean our whole entire life has to change. But how, how do we look at the little layers and address that? Because if it wasn't a little bit complex, I think people would have had it figured out already. Right, right. Like we said before, it's it was it's been working. Mm-hmm. It was working, and you know, as you grow or age or just move into different phases of your life, things change. It things don't work anymore for you. You know, maybe you had the the stamina, the time, the resources to do so before, and now it's like a shift. And what's important and not that you know what you the work or whatever that you're doing isn't important, but there are other things around you that you value, and so that shift in how you think that needs to be taken into consideration as well, not to just like squash it. So yeah, yeah. So Roth, how do you help people parse out the idea of productivity? Because a certain amount of productivity may be something that they really, really want. And it can be very valuable. And other times productivity, I guess people have thrown around the idea of toxic productivity, but other mm-hmm. times productivity can keep you really into these unforgivable routines that aren't really necessarily helping you in all ways. Like you said, there are other things that you value. How do we deal with productivity in a way that is 
healthy and balanced? The first thing that comes to mind is, is going back to how do you want to see your life and live your life, right? Mm -hmm. There are, depending upon what you're doing and time frame, you know, there are times that when it comes to productivity, maybe there is like a short period where you might, you may want to, and I do air quotes of go hard, right? But at least we Mm -hmm. know like, Okay, I know over this next week, I need to, or I want to knock something out. I'm really focused on that. That's, that's fine. That, that is a defined period, you know, of time. Right. right. It's, it's challenge is when work environments or even the, the pressure that you may put on yourself where it's ongoing, where you are just ongoing, working, 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 like, I got to get it done. got to do it. I got to get, get it done. Got to get it. And it's just like, after a while, you're not getting anything done. You're just saying it to yourself, but your body is tiring out. You'll notice that, oh, I'm not keeping up with these emails. I can't focus. I spent oh, two hours trying to complete something that normally takes me 20 minutes, you know, that's a, that's an example that's showing you your, your body's tired. Your body will let you know, right? You could say you want to be productive all day long, but if you don't take care <laughs> of this body here, it's going to let you know, you need to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. And it's interesting because I think sometimes there's this feeling that if we're not being productive, we're not a good person. And it's, it can be hard for people to rest. But I think there's a part of us that's like, oh, but if I'm responsible or if I'm a good citizen or if I'm being very loyal, we have these associations. And I think that we can overwork ourselves with the intention of being in integrity mm-hmm. to really question and make sure that we didn't accidentally bring something on that isn't even true because it is important to rest and to let these bodies heal and to enjoy life. And not to say, you know, don't pay your bills and not, don't work hard. I don't mean that. But <laughs> We want you to pay your bills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's interesting, the messaging that we let come in. And then, and then we go and we feel guilty for the two hours that we're trying to rest. And that's not even restful because we're taking on all this unwelcome guilt that's not even meant to be there. Yeah, it, it's something about, you know, when you bring up feeling guilt and that definitely comes along with the whole being hard on yourself, the guilt, and that is fuel, keep you in the same pattern too. It's just like, oh, I, I feel guilty. So let me get up and do something. And again, you're not always going to be productive, <laughs> you know, in, in doing so you're doing something, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's moving you towards the next or whatever you're trying to achieve. It's just like busy work. And so <laughs> it's just being busy. Right. We, re- we just forget that we are human and it's okay to be. You're, yeah. I heard this before, you know, you're a human being. Oh, yeah. Not do all mm-hmm. the time. Right. And how sacred and lovely is time. And I think sometimes we can lose track of how valuable and lovely time is as a concept. And so if we can choose how to spend it and zoom out a little on our lives, see 
Yeah, time time is it's invaluable. Like there's no amount of money you can make um, that will bring time back. And so mm-hmm. being able to understand how valuable your time is and being intentional on how you want to spend it. Because when that the day is done, it's done, you know, and, and I'll speak yeah. for myself. I'm just looking like, where is time going? Like, we're already <laughs> we in the seventh month of 2022. Like, I feel like summer is ending tomorrow. Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> things yeah. seem to be moving so fast. And so really slowing it down for yourself and being intentional about how you want to spend it. So if it's like, oh, I want to be productive and I want to get things done. What does that really look like for you? Is that yeah. doing 20 things in one day? Like, what, Or is it like, I know if I do these two to three things, it will move something forward for me or it will take, you know, I'm just going to say it, burden off of me. But narrow, narrowing it down is helpful too. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Being real thoughtful, thoughtful. as to how we spend it. And, and I'm a, you go. Oh, and I was saying, and leaving room for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To live, to live this beautiful life. Yeah. Let's, let's end it here, Raphael. I know, I know we're going to come back next week and talk about being hard on yourselves as far as languaging is concerned. But for now, thank you for bringing your expertise to this episode. I always learn so much from you. And where's the best place for people to connect with you? Yes, yes. So uh, definitely head to raffaellabrown.com. That's R-A-P as in Paul, H-A-E-L-A. And Brown, B-R-O-W-N-E, fancy, E, (laughs) dot dot com. (laughs) And so that's on LinkedIn or you can find me there or Instagram is where I live as well in my stories. <laughs> I know. Me too. I, don't. <laughs> I have to make that distinction. I, I don't pose, but you will catch a story. So if you want to see what I'm doing in life from time to time, you can go there. <laughs> but I if you want to connect, <laughs> connect for work, just go to rockfeelingbrown.com. <laughs> I know I don't post very often either, but I do use stories more often. So Lori Sase on Instagram at Lori Sase or my website, laurisase.com if you want to find out about coaching or sign up for my newsletter. And if you think anybody might benefit from this episode, please share it with them or share this podcast in your stories. That'd be awesome while we're on the concept of IG stories. And we hope that you have a great week. Take care. Bye, everyone. Thank you for being with us.